Yo, what's up, fellow freedom chasers? Thank you for tuning in to the School of Entrepreneurship. This show is for anyone who wants to make progress in their business and ultimately in their life. My goal is to bring you practical business insights to help you reach new business heights. Entrepreneurship is the foundation for freedom. I hope this show aids you on your freedom journey. Welcome back to the School of Entrepreneurship. I am Keon Moore, full-time entrepreneur and entrepreneurship coach, here to help you be the best entrepreneur you can be. How to increase the chances of getting repeat customers. That is today's TOD. But before we dive into that, I want to remind you and encourage you to connect with me on IG at Keon underscore more. There you'll get more insight, more inspiration about entrepreneurship and mindfulness. Also connect with me on threads. It's Keon underscore more. You can get access to me on threads through my Instagram account. Okay. How to increase the chances of getting repeat customers. Getting repeat customers is an essential part of a marketing plan. You want to increase your repeat customers because those are customers you get just without having to spend additional marketing dollars. Now, there are things you can do specifically to increase the chances of getting repeat customers from the standpoint of you know, email marketing and uh, leaving them little gifts and trinkets, uh, swag bags like, uh, you know, pens and notepads and magnets. But I'm not going to touch on that in this episode. I want to focus on what you can do from a service standpoint, from a service and an experience standpoint that will increase the chances of you getting repeat customers. Once you get in front of a customer, your thought process should be, how can I make them a customer for life how can i formulate a relationship with them that makes them want to refer me to family members and friends and use me again and again and again and again or buy from me again and again and again and again okay so number one give them what they want and not what your ego wants to give them you know not what you think they should have you know don't allow your ego to tell you that you know better than the customer as pertains to what it is that they want. Now, you know better from a service perspective and what you know may be the best service, what may be the most efficient service. You, I mean, you know your industry, you're, you're the professional, but you have to give them what they want. Like, for example, when I was barbering full time, you know, I may have a customer or a client who says, yeah, give me a ball fade, but no line in the front, no edge up in the front. For me, as the service provider, I'm thinking to myself, man, you're going to come out looking, you know, not as good as I want you to look. This is my work I'm putting on display. I don't want you going out here misrepresenting me. People going to think I'm a bad barber. You know, it was all about me and I and what I wanted to do for the client, opposed to being open and saying, hey, this is his preference. It's in my wheelhouse. He's not asking me to do things that are outside of my wheelhouse. He just asks me to give him the service in the way in which he prefers. 
for whatever reason. The reason really doesn't matter. It's just a matter of, is this something that I'm capable of doing? And if it is, then do it. Don't allow your ego to get into the way. You know, I couldn't allow my ego to get into the way and prevent me from providing a service, making a customer happy, and making some money. It's a win-win and it's a no-brainer. But sometimes our egos can get in the way and we want to do things how we want to do them because we are the professional. And that's not always, you know, the most important thing. Okay? So give them what they want, not what you think they should have. Two, ask questions and listen. Meet them where they are. Try your best to accommodate. That kind of goes back to what I just said, but, you know, listen to the customer. Sometimes they may, you may have a price point. Maybe it's $50, for example. They're like, man, you know, I know you have a $50 minimum, but is there any way I can get something for $35? You have a $35 option. Do you have any, you know, maybe can you give me half of the service? Can you, you know, for example, when it comes to, you know, my moving business, sometimes customers, they may not want the whole full service. They may just want me to come in and, you know, they don't want the stuff padded. They don't want it shrunk wrapped. They just want it on the truck as quickly as possible. They're not necessarily concerned with damages. They're just concerned with someone, they're just concerned with having manpower to take their items from point A to point B. Now, it wouldn't be wise of me to be like, well, you know, we do it this way. This is the only way in which we do it if it's in my wheelhouse. And if we have an agreement that, hey, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Customer, if things get damaged or dinged, that can be on us because you're requesting the service kind of a la carte. If you're able to have that understanding with your customer, they're okay with it, accommodate them, you know? Sometimes it's okay to, it's okay to bend your rules as long as it's within your wheelhouse. I'm not telling you to give your service away for free. I'm not telling you to just let people run your business, but if it's in your wheelhouse, accommodate your customer. You know, listen to them. Maybe they are having a, a hard time. Maybe they, you know, money is tight. You know, maybe they had an uh, issue with, in the family, a tra tragedy. You know, whatever the case may be, people are, these are people with real life situations, real life things going on. And you want to come in as a service provider or someone selling the product. You want to come in as someone who is bringing ease and comfort and assistance to their life. And sometimes just listening to them, meeting them where they are and being willing to accommodate them will make them a customer for life. Number three, have their best interests in mind. Make suggestions that you know would benefit them. Like, we did a job and I was, we had to do a delivery of some furniture and we had to do a little rearranging of the furniture in the customer's home. And the husband kind of wanted the TV on the dresser on the chest of drum, sorry, over in this part of the, the bedroom. The wife kind of wanted the nightstands over here. She was concerned with the windows being covered, et cetera, et cetera. So after, after I let them talk for a little while, I listened. Then I said, well, if it were me, in my expert opinion, I would do X, Y, and Z because of A, B, and C. And once I explained it to them, they were like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, that's a good idea, et cetera, et cetera. But I was able to make a suggestion with them in mind you know I was thinking about them and what would be in the best interest for them I didn't just say I don't know what y'all gonna do with this furniture just put it anywhere I gotta go you know 
I was patient, I was attentive, and I was able to make a suggestion based on the situation that was in their best interest. Okay? Number four, understand it's not about you. Although it's your business, it's not about you. In, that, in, in the moments in which you're interacting with customers and clients, it's not about you. It's about meeting the need. It's about meeting the needs of the customer and exceeding expectations. I'll touch on that after this. But it's about meeting their needs. So in that particular moment, yeah, you know, it's your business. You're the big dog. Even if you're not actively working in the business, you just, you know, you're owning, you're managing, you're, operate, you're operational manager or whatever the case may be. And you're sending your guys out or you're having someone else, you know, doing a day-to-day -day of your business. Just remember that it's not about you as it pertains to dealing with the customer. You have to remove yourself and your emotions, your feelings from the business as it pertains to conducting the business at hand. You know, so don't allow. They may not, they're not going to see your business the same way in which you see your business. It's your baby, you know. They aren't going to see it in the same way, and that's okay, because at the end of the day, you're in business to make money, you know. So it's like they may not understand, they may not see it the way you do, but it's not about you. It's about meeting their needs and being compensated for the service or the product in which you are selling. Okay, so a lot of this is about managing the ego, you know. That's a major key when it comes to servicing customers, being selfless, and ultimately putting you in a position to gain more repeat customers. Number five, go the extra mile. You know, ask them anything else they need. Can you do anything extra for them? You know, back to the example of us rearranging the furniture. They had some things they needed taken out to uh, the customer's pickup truck because he was going to donate it. So, hey, do you need that taken out, sir? Can we get that for you? Can we help you with that, et cetera, et cetera? Being willing to go that extra mile will increase the chances of you gaining repeat customers and customers for life. Okay? And again, if you're not actively providing the service, but these are things you, you tell your guys especially in service-based businesses because for them, the benefit for them is they can get tips, you know. The more attentive they are, the more willing they are to go the extra mile, the more money they will ultimately make as well. So it's a win-win for everybody, okay? So to run it back, summarize the five things that you can do to increase the chances of you getting repeat customers. One. Give them what they want and not what you think they should have. Two, ask questions and listen. Meet them where they are. Accommodate them as best you can. Three, have their best interests in mind. Make suggestions that you know would ultimately benefit them. Four, understand it's not about you. Remove yourself and your feelings from the situation. Don't take things personally. Five, go the extra mile. Go the extra mile, give more, do more. And that will increase your chances of gaining repeat customers. Okay? 
I want to thank y'all for tapping in with me today. Thank y'all for making time to listen to me. I hope that the podcast blesses you, helps you on your entrepreneurial journey. Before we go, I want to encourage you to tap in with me on IG. Follow me at Keon underscore more. And also tap in with me on threads. Between those two apps, you can get more insight and inspiration as it pertains to entrepreneurship and mindfulness. Okay? So, until next time, I wish you all peace, love, and progress.